You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our AIB Market Update on Thursday the 21st of April. I'm Jane Kavner from our Corporate Treasury Desk and I am joined this week by AIB Senior Economist John Fahey to discuss all the recent developments on the financial markets and of course a look to the weeks ahead. Morning John and uh, before we talk about the moving currencies and look ahead we might actually have a look back in last week and notably the ECB meeting. While the tone remained the same there was a somewhat cautionary note with regard to the risks to growth and inflation. Yeah, that's correct, Jane. In terms of the meeting itself, as you said, it was pretty much along expected lines. Of course, the backdrop in terms of the meeting, if you look at from an inflationary perspective, you had inflation rising to 7.5% in March, which is which is record highs for the Eurozone in terms of how long data has been collected for that aggregate. So, you know, pressures on monetary policy in the central bank for it to be tightened soon are growing against that backdrop. But nonetheless, the ECB, in line with expectations, kept policy on hold. Uh, now, if you think back to the previous meeting in March, was when we did get a surprise from them. Uh, this was when they brought forward the timing of the ending of quantitative easing QE, uh, stating that it con- could conclude during the third quarter. So in terms of last week's meeting, no policy changes. And in the press conference, you mentioned there uh, some, you know, change in tone you know president lagarde faced a number of questions on the inflation outlook uh, and the need for earlier tightening of policy but the ecb kind of repeated its guidance any changes in interest rates will be gradual uh, and will come sometime after uh, the end of nas net asset purchases although they did again indicate uh, in terms of general communication that it would be gradual now we have seen though some policymakers uh, arguing for an earlier end to bond purchases uh, and one surprise uh, or maybe not a surprise, but one update we did get from uh, President Lagarde uh, was she that did, she did indicate at last week's meeting that these net asset purchases uh, could end as early uh, as July and that rate hikes could begin sometime after, anywhere from a week to several uh, months. So that was uh, some new news in terms of the potential timing uh, of a rate hike. Uh, and, you know, ECB is acknowledging the fact that uh, inflation, uh, upward pressure, uh, on inflation has intensified, especially in the near term. Uh, and it also noted that price rises have become more broad based. So what this suggests is that uh, there's upside risk to their inflation forecast that they only published last month. So just some specifics around that. The March update, their forecast at headline inflation averaging 5.1% this year and 2.1% next year. Uh, so given what we heard from the ECB last week, you know, it does indicate uh, their view that there's probably upside risk to those in- inflation updates and inflation forecasts uh, given the backdrop uh, from a currency viewpoint uh, given that uh, you know they still were fairly cautious on that rate outlook uh, and how you know the extent of rate hikes uh, we did see the euro weaken uh, after it so euro dollar lost some ground falling back below that key support level of, of 108 and also uh, 83p versus sterling but really if you look at market expectations they still are for a fairly aggressive pace of tightening uh, from the central bank. And what are the market pricing in terms of those hikes? Yeah, so at the moment, by the end of this year, uh, and now there's a lot of volatility in futures contracts at the moment, but by the end of this year, there's roughly 60 to 70 base points priced in. And there's around a further 100 to 120 base points priced in uh, during next year. So what that would mean is if you think at the moment, the deposit rates at minus 0.5%, the market expects that to be in positive territory by the end of this year and uh, to get up towards in and around 1.4% by the end of next year. Uh, And compared to where 
the market was at its previous meeting in March versus the April meeting, the market's pricing in around 100 base points more of tightening now. And that's just against that backdrop of uh, higher inflation and just general uncertainty around how high inflation will go and to what extent uh, it will start to ease back and the timing around that. Now, our own view here is that market's probably overly aggressive on that extent of rate hikes. Uh, you know, again, last week, the ECB stated that any increases would be gradual uh, and there's a bit of uncertainty around the timing of that. We do think they will hike before the end of the year, but it could be closer to 25 basis points rather than the 60 to 70 uh, that the market's pricing in at the moment. Okay. Well, look, I suppose taking that into account then and looking further afield, what can we expect then from the upcoming Bank of England and Fed meetings and and, and yields on the back of that? Yeah, well, in short, we can expect uh, rate hikes. So uh, the Bank of England uh, and the Federal Reserve, uh, they hold their next meetings uh, in the first week in in May. Uh, So we'll probably talk about this in more detail in our next podcast before then. Uh, So in terms of the Fed, the market's expecting, and we've got guidance from the Fed on this too, about the potential for 50 basis points in May. Uh, And if you look at the kind of take a step back and look at where uh, rates are uh, from both the Bank of England and Fed perspective, uh, market now is pricing in the Bank of England, the bank rate to settle somewhere around 2.7%. Uh, in 2023 and the possibility that the Fed uh, interest rate, the Fed funds rate, which is the official US interest rate, uh, getting up close to uh, 3.25% next year. So that's some degree higher than uh, where the market's expecting the ECB to be, which is close to 1.4%. And as I said, even in that, we think the market might be overly aggressive in terms of what it's expecting uh, from the ECB. So there is a uh, kind of divergence or some interest rate differential there Creeping in terms in. of what the market's expecting, yes. Yeah. And of course, the next meeting with the ECB isn't until June of this year, isn't that That's right? That's correct, yeah. So we'll uh, look forward to that then in the future podcast. So I suppose I'm moving on to the currencies and you mentioned it there, fueled in part, I suppose, as well by the growing policy divergence you mentioned. Euro dollar touched close to a two-year low there during the week um, at 108 and Euro sterling lost ground to 83p again earlier in the week. What can we expect now? Is 104, 105 potentially a realistic target for euro dollar? Yeah, well, the low in terms of euro dollar was basically 1075, 1758. So, uh, you know, at the moment, we're trading back close to that 108 level. So it's it's testing that key support level. Uh, it's broken below it. It hasn't held below it. So as we talk now, uh, today, it's closer to 108. So there still is some support there on that. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen the euro come under sustained pressure. And there's a couple aspects uh, to that. Obviously, the war in Ukraine, the Eurozone, the EU is the most sensitive geographic region to that war because of energy dependency and also trade links compared to uh, the UK or the US, which are our key opposites of our sterling pairs. Also, the French presidential election, we've seen the first round, the second round is coming up this weekend. A bit of uncertainty around that has been unhelpful to the euro. And thirdly, then, obviously, uh, the rate outlook and the fact that even though the market's expecting the ECB to hike interest rates, uh, as you mentioned there, that uh, emerging interest rate differential has been a negative for the euro. And that move below 108 followed was triggered by that uh, ECB meeting uh, last week. So uh, as we look to the outlook, we think that there is some support for the euro there. So uh, when we look ahead, we do think in the towards the end of this year, euro dollar could maybe get back up towards that 110 level. And the reason for that being partly because we do expect a rate hike from the ECB 
uh, in the second half of this year towards the end of the year. Uh, so on that basis, the fact that the ECB will, uh, at that stage, at that point in time, have started its tightening cycle should be supportive uh, of the euro, where at the moment we're in a situation where the ECB is doing uh, is in neutral uh, as opposed to the Bank of England and the Fed, which are hiking interest rates. So we do think as we move into the second half of the year, ECB uh, starting to tighten interest rates will help the euro. The other thing as well is if you look at the US and uh, further out for the dollar in terms of the euro dollar pair, you know, the US economy will probably slow towards this year into next year and more focus may start to come back on some fundamentals in the US economy, specifically around the twin deficits. And if the market focuses more on that, Uh, We do think that that could weigh on the dollar somewhat and and those two things combined in terms of some support on the euro side uh, and some negatives from a dollar perspective uh, help euro dollar maybe to get back up towards the 110 level uh, as we move towards uh, the end of this year uh, into next year. But fairly gradual moves and and within fairly tight ranges. Uh, And given that, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty over the extent of rate hikes and also uncertainty over inflation. You know, we could expect to see ongoing volatility in currency markets, although at the moment it is confined to fairly uh, narrow trading ranges. Okay, John. Well, look, many thanks for the update and a big thanks to our customers, colleagues and listeners for joining us on this week's podcast. And to stay up to date with latest market developments, please subscribe to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.